Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us for Ask the Expert North Texas. I'm Kristen Diaz. I'm David Rankin. There must be something going on in part of Dallas that we don't know about. For some reason, more people are looking at homes and neighborhoods in northeast Dallas than any other area in the country. This comes from a listing of from Zillow. It says northeast Dallas is more popular than some big name neighborhoods like the Hollywood Hills, La Jolla, California, uh, Camelback in Phoenix or the Upper East Side in New York. The survey puts three Dallas neighborhoods in the top 20, by the way. On today's Ask the Expert, we're joined by Susan Baldwin. She's a realtor with Ali Beth Allman and Associates here in the Metroplex, and she is in the KRLD Zoom room. Susan, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you so much for having me. So what's in the water here? This seems to have come out of nowhere. Is Northeast Dallas some kind of undiscovered treasure? It actually is. So these Northeast Dallas is loosely the areas all around White Rock Lake. So you could really start in Deep Ellum on the south where you have a more urban location. You go northeast up into Lakewood neighborhoods that have good schools. You go up into Lake Highlands and kind of around into... um, you know, also Lake Highlands and kind of down, you know, by uh, Presbyterian Hospital. It also includes historic areas like Swiss Avenue and Munger Place, uh, which are around Baylor Hospital. So, you know, it really is kind of, um, I was not surprised to read that because we work in these neighborhoods all the time with lots of different types of buyers. Curious, are these already pretty established neighborhoods in these um, in these areas that you just mentioned? Yes, these are really some of the oldest neighborhoods in Dallas. And but they are so they do have some historic neighborhoods. They have smaller ranch style homes, which are, um, you know, more affordable for younger people. They also include newer construction where they're tearing down kind of some of the old homes and building townhomes or condos and really a lot of, you know, empty nesters or, um, you know, I don't know anyone, you know, uh, young workers, um, you know, who like to walk to dinner or walk to the lake or be close to something, they're all going into these condos and townhomes. So it's really a popular neighborhood 
with a lot of different types of people. And then um, there are a lot of different types of product to choose from. It talks about the fact that the area has um, an average home price of around $465,000. These numbers are still soaring. Is the Dallas market getting out of reach for a lot of people? Well, it really is. Um, that is a very good question. And people are concerned about that because we have so many people still moving to Dallas. And then we have a lot of people who already live here, of course. And um, the bottom, the entry level to buy a single family home has really gotten very expensive. And that is another factor, I think, driving the popularity of this Northeast Dallas quadrant, because you can buy, now it would be a fixer-upper, but you can get a fixer-upper three-bedroom home in this Northeast Dallas quadrant for, you know, maybe 200000 up to 300000 so it's below the average. You can also buy a $3 million home, you know, closer to the lake in Lakewood neighborhoods. So it's a wide variety, but these are all good, you know, walkable neighborhoods with pretty trees. Um, and, you know, you can get a nice home that you can fix up and, and add value to. And that was kind of what I was alluding to with the um, question about having an older neighborhood. You're going to have older homes that, like you just mentioned, some will be fixer-uppers. Is there still a boom for finding these types of, you know, fixer-upper homes? It, you know, there was a bit of a craze for it um, when we started seeing all these different renovation shows. Is it still the cool thing to do? Yes, it is. And it is a way that you can add equity to your home and make money. So when we have had prices increase so much over the last few years, you still want to be able to get a good investment that you can make money when you go to sell this and you know, three to five years or more or less. So by buying in these established neighborhoods and you know, making some updates and bringing them forward to today, that is a great way to make money, you know, still, even though we've had a lot of um, price increases. It might be a little difficult for people that have been around here for so long as they've seen the prices go up. But as you see more people moving into the area, they spend a lot more money, say, in California on their home. And in a lot of cases, they can move here, get a lot more home for their money and pay cash in a lot of in a lot of ways. Well, you have hit the nail on the head that has really contributed to our increase in values. I do think Dallas was I mean, now we know Dallas was literally undervalued before the pandemic. And then all of a sudden, when everyone was kind of moving around and they needed, well, they just were focusing more on their homes, what they needed, you know, office space, more bedrooms, uh, or maybe they didn't use all of their home. I mean, people were upsizing or downsizing, changing neighborhoods where they could be outdoors, like by White Rock Lake. And what we all realized when these people um, who were moving to Dallas from not only California, but New York, Chicago. I mean, we had a lot of movement at cold weather, like, you know, Wyoming. I mean, people were moving from cold weather climates to be down here. And I think we all realized that, you know, our valuations were really too low. I mean, um, 
And obviously people moving here from other places put a higher value on our homes. And then they also had more cash, especially if they were coming from California to just pay cash for a house. These homes that we're seeing, um, uh, you said you can also have a, a higher end home near the lake. I know in parts of Dallas, there is just a lot of gentrification. We're seeing a lot of mix match. It's a big, big problem really in, in the city of Dallas. Uh, you have a single family home that's my, you know, a couple of years old. And we're talking about, you know, a generation old. And then you have these investors that'll come and they'll completely bulldoze it and, you know, build, build a, a beautiful contemporary home right next to it. Are we seeing that mix match in these older neighborhoods? Well, we really are. Um, in East Dallas in particular, there are quite a few conservation districts because I think people were getting alarmed by that mix match where you would have con a contemporary home next to a prairie 1920s bungalow. And so it just didn't look good. And so the city of Dallas has done an excellent job of really creating um, many uh, conservation districts and historic neighborhoods where you can build a new home, but it has to have the architectural elements of what was there. And it can't be too big and it can't, um, you know, it has to have a front porch or it has to be, you know, either Tudor or prairie or craftsman, you know, whatever your neighborhood is. So I think um, that has really helped. In Lake Highlands, those, you know, those homes are, well, there are some contemporary new homes, but the neighborhoods are still pretty cohesive. And Dallas has had, I mean, we had a lot of mid-century, like in the 50s and 60s, nationally known architects. And so we have some cool architecture and some right-sized kind of 50s, 60s, and 70s homes. And those have been very popular. So in many Lake Highlands neighborhoods, for instance, you're not seeing, I mean, you are seeing people tear down homes and build built bigger ones, but you're also seeing a lot of people really investing in the smaller ranch homes that people love and young families love and, and professionals and empty. I mean, everybody loves those, um, those homes. So, uh, you know, it's, it is always a mix. Um, and, you know, you can find new construction and contemporary, but um, hopefully not, it, it's not as bad as it used to be. <laughs> you talk about, you talk about the fact that Dallas had been undervalued before the pandemic. Is there going to be a time where real estate gets back down to where it used to be or genie's out of the bottle and we're never going to see those kinds of deals any longer? Well, I do think the genie is out of the bottle in a in a little bit. I mean, real estate prices always go up and down. It is a cyclical, you know, it's just cyclical with the economy, with jobs. I think that Dallas had kind of a, a shift, I mean, many years ago, because we have so much going on and a diversified economy. So I don't really see it going back to the way it used to be. But, you know, I do think that 
the prices will always go up and down. They will always fluctuate. And then there are always going to be areas like Northeast Dallas that people are taking a second look and saying, wait a minute, I can be by White Rock Lake and still work downtown, or I could work in Richardson or even Plano, like these are, or Garland. I mean, these are good commutable locations that are close in. And um, I heard, I mean, it must have been 15 years ago, the head of the Texas A&M Research Center, and he was just saying, if you are south of LBJ, and I might even move that up now to George Bush, if you are south of LBJ, anywhere, east or west, you are going to be going up in value over the next 20 years because it is just it is just a close in location. And I think, you know, he was very, I mean, he obviously studied that, but I think that's what has borne out. And and so that's what this Zillow, I mean, that that is really not even surprising. <laughs> that's Susan Baldwin from Alibeth Allman and Associates here on Ask the Expert. Susan, thank you so much for the time. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 